Well, folks, them boys have done it again. They have not come up with a podcast. Folks, them them old podcast boys got themselves into another pickle. Shoo-wee, did they step in it, and I can smell it from here. Folks, they say, they say that there's a man. <laughs> I was making myself laugh the other day. Just doing Sam Elliott talking about Spider Man. <laughs> Folks, they say there's a man what's got the powers of a spider. <laughs> he can spin a web any size, catches crooks just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider Man. What if uh, in Charlotte's Web it was Spider Man's Web? Hmm. Instead of living in New York City, uh, he's shacking up in some guy's barn, telling tall tales about his pig. Doing quippy one-liners in the web. Mm -hmm. There's no crooks, that's the problem. No crooks out on the farm. I can't remember what the name of the farmer was, but... That's truly the I think the biggest problem with I think it's Uncle Emmett. Yeah. There's no country spider man. Yeah, and there's like that one real big fat pig that's probably gonna win the blue ribbon. That's Wilbur's adversary, but he's not really a bad guy either. Yeah. You get Spider Man out there on Animal Farm though. Mm. That's true. That would be a big help. To have a Spider-Man and Animal Farm. Yeah, what's that pig, the bad pig? Napoleon? Napoleon. I was going to guess Napoleon. So I guess... uh, Yeah, I guess we figured that one out. Mm -hmm. Chalk it up. We solved the mystery. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why Spider-Man isn't an Animal Farm. Because we can't remember any of the other characters' names. Wait, is the other pig called like Whitey or something like that? Oh, I can't remember what the other pig's name is. I remember the horse's name is Boxer. Yeah, this is our this is our new show where we try and remember details about you, Animal you, Farm. You, you remember in that book all the folks, names, folks? There's a book what's about a bunch of animals that talk and have a government. Oh, Snowball was the other pig. Snowball. What did I say? Whitey? That's yeah. kind of the same. Yeah, you're I was close. in the ballpark. <clears throat> Thinking about George Orwell books, uh, how much of an asshole was his older brother? Oh, I see what you did there. Y- y- you know, like, I, I always... You know, you think of your big brother as being someone who looks out for you and protects you and, like, gives you porno magazines and stuff. Not be, like, a real asshole who just tattles on you all the time. <laughs> what is Jerk-ass brother, brother. The big brother in 1984 just, like, gave wedgies <laughs> and, and porno so, magazines. Th- that's, like, a more uh, standard elder brother attitude to take. 
It's yeah. the, the the one that he created from his imagination or whatever is not a typical elder brother. It's weird that he went with brother, right? Because it yeah. seems like it should. It was more of a paternal thing. But I guess Big Daddy and Big Mama were already taken. Mm. Yeah. The gov the insoch government was like, well, we can't say Big Mama. People will think of Martin Lawrence in a fat suit. Yeah, that's true. Oh man. Or the or those <laughs> hot those hot pickled sausages at the gas station. Oh, do you like those? I've never tried them. I've only tried them once, and I it, it like the flavor was shocking to me. I did not eat. It's weird for me not to finish up a food, and I I threw it away. I've only I've smelled someone else eating one, and been like, "That's enough for me. I don't I don't need uh, <laughs> any more." Let's let's get Sam Elliott to weigh in on pickled sausage. Folks, there's a pickled sausage what's called big mama i don't know why i always make <laughs> sam elliott say what's instead of that's but i think it's funny i think that that's a uh western trope i'm not sure if sam elliott always does it but they say that the fair is a veritable smorgasbord that's if they had him instead of paul lind yeah yeah Conversely, imagine if they'd put Paul Lind in Tombstone. <laughs> Sam Elliott doesn't have any of the good lines, though. I can't think of anything. But maybe Paul Lind as Doc Holliday. I'll be your the... Huckleberry. Oh, I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> You're no Daisy at all. <laughs> Ooh, folks, I'm going to jump right into it. We have a serious correction this week. I'm sorry. <sighs> so sorry. That I was such a... Folks, last week we went on at great length about the movie The Blind Spot. <clears throat> starring Sandra Bullock. <laughs> and in fact, we chose to try and make a whole podcast about The Blind Spot. And uh, as it turns out, the movie is not called The Blind Spot, but The Blind Side, which makes a lot more sense as a football movie. The Blind Spot would be a completely different sort of thing. If but you have a, a it was the blind spot of ours, so it made sense in our, the context of our lives. Also, if you're a Patreon subscriber, uh, you could go uh, check that episode out. I uh, I didn't even watch the blind side. I got confused about what we planned, and I watched Miss Congeniality too. <laughs> two birds say, with one stone. Yeah, you get two two kind of dueling banjos movie reviews on that episode. Neither one of us had seen the other one's movie. And so, uh, yeah, it just, it kind of, yeah, it was all right. 
about as good as it could have been for what yeah. it was. Still and not it, a podcast, but you yeah. Know. Yeah, it's not really a surprise that we didn't come up with a podcast when the 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 very title was a flaw flawed premise. Mm-hmm. But speaking of the Patreon, uh, I wanted to say a special hello. We have a new Patreon subscriber. Greetings to Brian. Thank you, Brian. Hi, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Brian signed up at the uh, $10 premium pay pig level. Our first uh, $10 subscriber. Now, do you think he's more of a snowball or a Napoleon or a Wilbur? Hopefully a oh, Wilbur. He's definitely a uh, Wilbur. Okay, good. Some pig. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. We appreciate your support. Please enjoy all those episodes. And uh, we there's a, a special gift coming to you, courtesy of uh, our show. First person to get some real merch here. Um. <clears throat> all right, let's let's talk podcasts. What do you say? All righty. Uh, I've got one here. Uh, this is the dip slip. The dip slip. I'm going to use all my contacts in the snack industry and see if I can get all the new dips that are going to be coming out in 2021. So brand new dips, dip flavors. And we're, I I mean, I guess we'll review, but I, I'd I'd rather mostly in in this to eat the new dips. Talking dips. Are we going to include like uh, chewing tobacco? That's, it is a form of dip. That is true. I I was planning on excluding chewing tobacco and also uh, the stuff that, that kills tunes from Roger Rabbit. <laughs> right, the dip. Yeah. I was, I was planning on keeping this uh, uh, cheesy, creamy, spicy, what have you. Gelatinous. At times. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like to... If it's starting to get gelatinous, you, you got to give it a little stir. Do you do you consider um, wasabi and soy sauce to be a dip? Hmm. No, I'd, I'd call those condiments, probably. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. What about when they put Heinz ketchup in a little dip cup? Mm. You know the one where you can peel off the corner and squirt it or you can peel it open and yeah just dump your nuggets you can, right you in can there. dump or squirt with that one um no i'd, I'd still call that a condiment I, I i think that you have to is it a scooping motion that makes it a dip not always yeah like you can have a really runny queso that no scooping yeah. is necessary. I, I think then, it's just a quality thing. Like you yeah. could, if, if if I took a spoon to it, it, would it be good enough that I'd just keep going? And the answer with ketchup is also yes. So <laughs> fuck. What's bean dip? I just realized I don't think I know what bean dip is. 
It's been a long ass time since I've had it. Isn't it kind of like refried beans? Is it just like super processed refried beans? Yeah. You know what? I think I can picture it now. And it's just, yeah, it's like refried beans. The only, like, I've had it somewhat recently, but it's always part of one of those seven layer dips. Yeah, I I would just use refried beans for that. But now I can picture in my mind a little can with the Frito-Lay logo on it. Mm -hmm. And it's just refried beans, but they call it dip. That's a really utilitarian snack. There's there's no build. Like, you buy the uh, plain Fritos to have with that bean dip dip and just in the beans welcome to lack of flavor town (laughs) that's what they eat in russia (laughs) yeah they're just over there they got that that music i don't know what i'm wondering like uh maybe we get some of those russian flavors maybe we can get some of the beet dip Oh, beet dip? Mm-hmm. Just vodka and beets. Mm-hmm. They might throw a little beluga caviar in there, but oh, not a lot. Yeah. Is caviar a dip? It's more of a spread. Right? Yeah, it's a spread. Hmm. Now beer cheese can be either. Hmm. Oh, beer beer cheese. I don't know. How I've had uh, it spreadable and dippable. It's it's a regional thing, I think. Folks might not know about beer cheese. It's like nacho cheese, but with beer. Beer in it. Sometimes it's real thick, like you'd put it on crackers, and sometimes it's thin enough that you don't even have to scoop. Yeah, it can be runny or it can be chunky sometimes. You ever get that chunky stuff? Mm hmm. It's kind of like the pimento cheese spread. Mm-hmm. I remember pimento cheese day at school. Like that was like a lunch. That it was just like I guess. Just I guess I'll just have the brownie cheese. today. Pimento I, cheese sandwich. I think it was pimento cheese sandwich in a bowl of vegetable soup. Was one of our. Good Did you go to school? At, at like on. On a construction site on the Empire State Building. <laughs> well, we did all have to wear hard hats to school. <laughs> they, they called them our thinking caps. Your school was just child labor <laughs> in the 1930s. Well, you try getting like a gym teacher or something down into that hole. Yeah, that's you true. Know, try to, you know, fat teacher fingers trying to reach around all those gears. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Down in the coal mines, just throwing <laughs> dodgeballs. Just yeah. slowly chipping away. The The best dodgeball players in my school were the ones who could catch the ball because you, you run around too much, you exert yourself too much, you're going to cough up a lung. Yeah. It's the, the still ones that win the game. You just blend in. Yeah. All right, I got an idea here for a podcast. It's called Hello Governor. Okay. And this would be a podcast about governors. And maybe we could get we could talk to different governors, former governors, current governors 
uh, now, when, candidates when, for governorship. When I hear uh, "Hello, Governor," it makes me think about I think like uh, the artful Dodger from Oliver, and he just kind of called everybody "Governor." Yeah, but, I think but that's... like we're gonna keep this specific to you. Actually, American style have to have been a governor or associated with a governor or tried to be a governor. Well, here's what. Here's what I'll say. I think there's probably a lot of governors out there. Maybe we could even get some lieutenant governors in there. But uh, I will allow British people who have been pickpocketed to be guests on the show as well. (laughs) Do you think they let the lieutenant governors drive the tank? Oh, definitely. I might want to have them on more than more than the head honchos. Yeah, I think the the lieutenant governor, uh, he can move like three squares at a time in Stratego. <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought Stratego was the coolest game in the world when I was like twelve years old. I liked it a lot. Once you get a strategy on it, it's not like chess where you're going to run into somebody who's even way better than you. I I could just mop the floor with anybody I played Stratego against. I I can remember being a little kid and like at a family get together, everybody's like hanging out around the, you know, the appetizer table trying to have grown-up conversations and I'm there like just carrying the Stratego box around like, anybody want to get a game of Stratego going? Stratego? Is Stratego anybody? I think it's it's cute. Looking back, like now, board games are like a, a whole racket, you know? Everybody's trying to get a card game or a board game funded on Kickstarter. But back... Mm-hmm. Back in like the 80s, you had to be a special kind of weirdo to invent a new board game. Like you think about the the guy who was like, "Here's I think chess and checkers are all right, but what I want to do is make a make a new game on a board like that. And I'm going to call it Stratego." Well, thank goodness he did. That's one one of the good ones. Or uh, triominoes. <laughs> I got a set of those. <laughs> that that is one that every time I saw it, there was never any anything in in me that said, "Let's play triominoes." I I would just be like, "Oh, what else we got?" <laughs> if if somebody only had a copy of triominoes, I'd I'd probably just be like, "Let's let's just take naps." Let's do ominoes. Or do not ominoes. There is yeah. no try ominoes. Let's order some pizza from someplace other than Domino's. Let's go to try ominoes pizza. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it should be. Let's just open up a try ominoes pizza. <laughs> I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, a, a, a slice of pizza pie has three sides. Yeah. Maybe we do a big triangle that then is cut into smaller triangles. Instead of a circle made of triangles, mm. we just do a, a triangle that's littler pyramids, you know? So the, the box, of, like I've had the two slice of pizza or, or, or big wedge of pizza uh, cardboard box that's in the shape of a triangle. Like I'm, I'm trying to picture what the guy walking from his car is going to look like with a giant triangle box. 
It'll be, yeah, it'll just be a big triangle. And maybe maybe we get, like, the delivery car is, like, triangle-shaped, too. Mm. One wheel in the front, two wheels in the back. <laughs> we just give him one of those um, uh, tricycle motorcycles there, to drive around. There's a, there's a reason that they stopped making uh, three-wheeled ATVs. <laughs> um, all our it pizzas might not just be... get thrown on the ground <laughs> and our driver crashes. We might be we might be footing the bill for a lot of car accidents. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, it's like it's a coin flip whether your pizza gets delivered or not, because we make all the drivers drive on old Honda three wheel RTVs. <laughs> but yeah, hello governor. I'm just really this is my way of trying to get Jesse Ventura to come on the show. That would be the best. But I mean, there are a lot of good. I'd like to um, have a, a, a fair conversation with our former governor, Matt Bevin. Matt Bevin. Yeah. <laughs> What's he up to? What's he been doing during this pandemic? I think he went back to his bell business. He had a factory that made bells. Hmm. Oh wait, no. I think I think it burned to the quote burned to the ground <laughs> in a horrible accident, a horrible friction fire where his uh, mortgage and his insurance policy rubbed up against each other. <laughs> so, are you telling me that uh, not only is uh, a pandemic sweeping the nation, but also a lack of bills? We, we don't have any silver bells ringing at Christmas time. Yeah. Mm. There's, there's been a, a, you should see heaven is looking pretty bleak right now. <laughs> They're all, everybody has to walk everywhere. Yeah, they can't fly. I think maybe we could also talk about like on a go-kart, the governor. Oh yeah. Remember that? I don't know if that's a real thing, but that's a thing that rednecks always said. They'd be like, you got to take the governor off of yeah. that thing. Oh, uh, well, like a... It's got a governor on it. The golf carts are where I would always run into them, where you start out and you can get the golf cart going up to like 10 miles an hour, and then it just like pulls you back down to seven and a half. Yeah. You, you can have it floored and you're slowing down. I don't know. I mean, I know a fair bit about like working on things. I don't know what the hell a governor looks like. I imagine it's like, you know, the little like uh, thing they would just screw into your cable box that made you not get the channels and you could just go out there with a bent fork and take that part out and then you got all the channels. Mm -hmm. I imagine it's something like that, but uh, underneath your golf cart or in your go-kart. I think what you do is just trial and error take a part out see how it works without that part and put it back in put it back in and i listen folks if you try this please uh please don't i we don't need any lawsuits from people taking the brakes out of their car to see if it goes faster <laughs> yeah and if you're going to don't don't do anything to your car your car doesn't have a governor <laughs> maybe it does only one way maybe, to find maybe out. that's the reason i can't get it up to 130 <laughs> that's, a, that's, 
stalling out at 125, goddamn governor. <laughs> yeah, my my 1989 Ford Escort. <laughs> if I can just find that fucking governor, I'm going to take this thing down to the racetrack. I think we need to get some airfoils on it. I think you might be able to... You have a glider there. Yeah. Well, oh, you got another idea? Yeah, I got another one. Uh, uh, this is your dinner with Andrew. <laughs> I like I like it already. And this, this one's just more of a... Uh, uh, being really bored, cooped up all the time. Um, in my dinner with Andre, it's uh, like a... A guy who's kind of in a rut, and he and he talks to his friend, who's also they're they're both in the theater world of New York, but his friends traveled all around the world and has all these wild stories. So, I think it would be fun to make up a lot of wild bullshit that I've been doing this year instead of uh, just sniffing my own farts. Well, that's pretty interesting. I didn't know that you'd been sniffing your own farts. I mean, I just it's more of a can't avoid it thing. In kind of just like a, you know, when they put the the Terminex people come and put a tent on your house, <laughs> yeah. it's like no tent needed. I, I'm I'm the eradicator. That's the or the sad. the fog man, <laughs> the fog man. <laughs> <laughs> and I I was kind of thinking with this one, uh, I, I was reading about my dinner with Andre. And Wallace Shawn said about it um, that while the characters or the conversation is inspired by their real lives, if they were to do it again, they would flip characters. Like it's as much. <laughs> it he said that while while his his side of the conversation was based on his real life, he wanted to destroy that person. And I kind of want to destroy pandemic me. That that sounded really good to me. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I want to you can do that with a conversation. <laughs> I, I I want I want something new and fresh. And with this, how would the dinner aspect of this uh, work? I figured we'd we just make food and eat in the microphone. Just have <laughs> just both of us with a big plate of spaghetti. Yeah. Just eating it right into the microphone. Maybe I'll do the dip one too. Maybe I'll, I'll make a, a meal out of a, a out of a, a thick dip. My dip with Andrew. <laughs> we both are just eating dip, spilling it in our laps, destroying yourself. I tell yeah. you, you eat enough dip, you will destroy yourself. That's true. That's here's my next idea. Okay, it's a prank call show. But it's it's real prank calls. Maybe we call it real prank calls. You know how? I mean, you, we grew up with all the all the you know the jerky boys and the crank yankers uh-huh. down south. Potion we, Castle. We had uh, Roy D. Mercer as well. I've At never heard my... of. Roy D. Mercer. He he'd call people up and you know say like that uh, their dog had bitten his wife and try to pick fights with them and he'd always say like how big a boy are you? <laughs> so uh, there's that as well. But uh, you know 
there's a lot there's a lot of prank call content that uh is just fake. Hmm. Like especially if you listen to the radio and they do like prank calls in the morning, those are all fake because legally you can't record a phone call without telling someone. So what we would do is just we would call businesses and people up and we would inform them that it's being recorded and then we'd get into the prank. <laughs> just like okay, so imagine that you are like you own a kebab a kebab restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I'm like whoopee ring ring. AJ's kebabs. Uh hi, yes. This is a prank phone call. You're being recorded, okay? Um <clears throat> So you don't want any kebabs? Uh, we just I we need your consent uh to being recorded for our prank phone call show. Okay. You have All right. It. All right. Um yeah, I, I need to order about a thousand kebabs. We got a, a problem here with badgers. We got badgers uh all all over this basement. Oh and no. We're, what we're trying to do is lure them out with the kebabs. Well, these delicious kebabs will certainly do that for you. Thank you. Um, how much will it cost? A uh, thousand kebabs. That will be eight thousand dollars, give or take. <laughs> I'm giving you the family discount on these kebabs. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> he he makes kebabs. He, his name's AJ, too. All right. Thank you. <laughs> so that's how that could go. Yeah, I, I think that most people will be happy that the joke's not immediately on them. Or you're, you're not going to yeah, be pulling they, the rug on out the joke. from under them. Yeah. We're not punching down. Everybody, it's it's a nicer way of doing prank phone calls. Yeah, they aren't and, on the spot, and and we can also probably workshop some ideas and call back later too. Yeah, yeah, we call them up. We get their get their feedback on the ideas we have for pranking them. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, I'd prefer it if, uh, you know, you didn't you didn't get me so mad that I said I was going to call the police. <laughs> it's a bad look in this day and age. Um, I, 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 if I say any slurs, please bleep those out. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of thing. Maybe there should be like in the prank phone calls, maybe there should be a safe word. Oh yeah. We definitely need, we pull back and and start to uh, rehabilitate whatever tarnished image there is. Yeah. If somebody, if somebody, in the middle of the prank says New England clam chowder. Then we know that we need to stop pranking them and let them have some time to cool off. <laughs> I think it's got potential. Who, who who are some of your intended targets, do you think? Um why not the police? They love listen. The the police love uh, like a like a staged publicity thing that makes them look good. 
we could call them up and say, hey, listen, we're pranking you and you're being recorded. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's a guy here who uh, he's, he seems crazy. He's running around in the park and uh, we got to we got to do something about this. And then you you guys can be like, OK, well, we'll send a mental health professional out there. And what we won't do is murder him. I'm I'm worried already that uh, the cops aren't going to believe the part where we tell them that we're pranking them, but they will believe the bullshit. <laughs> I, I I'm afraid on this one. This one might have to be like a season finale sort of thing because it's definitely more dangerous than. I don't know, Colin. The old Subway. spaghetti factory or. Yeah, we can know. call we'll call Subway. And uh, we'll we'll tell them that we need like uh, a really really long sandwich, but not any wider. Those party subs that they have are too wide for my mouth. Say we we want it tall instead of long. <laughs> that's that's how that's the little menu hack for Subway. You can order the six foot party sub. But say, put it on regular bread, and then they have to make it with six feet of meat in the middle. <laughs> when you said taller, I was just thinking like a bread bowl that goes to the ceiling. <laughs> it's a bread is a bread column. Mm. Then we just oh, go put it, put it out in the desert, and it goes viral. Where did this mysterious where did this mysterious bread pillar come from? No one knows. We could get a whole bunch of them and build a Parthenon and then have like a pork Athena in the middle of it. Oh yeah. Lay them on their side uh and then uh, build a log cabin out of them. Oh, just like uh Abraham Lincoln did. Learn to read by the fire. While living inside of a sandwich. Yeah. Do you think that Abraham Lincoln would have been a better president or a worse president if he'd grown up in a bread bread house? Um, probably a little bit better. I think he'd understand uh, understand the uh, plight of uh, America. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You don't think that living in a house made of food leads one to a life of evil, do you? You don't think that he would be trying to kidnap small children and fatten them up to eat later? Because I do imagine children would want to take a hunk out of Sandwich House. I mean, really, that's the thing that you that people don't get about the Hansel and Gretel story is that. If you have a house made of candy, you're going to get some kids that mm-hmm. are bad. You're not going to have the best the best opinion of children to begin with. It's entrapment, bitch. You can't build a house out of candy. Well, I'm saying she's a witch. She's not a construction worker. She probably bought that house. It may have been the only house she could afford, you know? <laughs> this candy house and then these children come up they're trying to eat her house of course she's gonna try and throw them in the oven i'd do the same thing 
I think the bread house, though, maybe he wouldn't have grown up. Uh, you know, I think that you know he was he was very poor, right? Their family. Yeah. But if they had the bread house, maybe he wouldn't have had that hunger. Just big fat, loaded up on carbs. But then again, if you eat too much of the house, it's no longer going to protect you from the elements. So it might have taught him, you know, ironclad discipline of I'm very hungry and I am surrounded by food that I will not touch. That's true. He he learns a bit about uh, forbidden desires, which some historians say he might have uh, already been mm-hmm. uh, filled with. <laughs> All right. That well that was uh, my prank phone call idea. Let's go let's go to the phone lines. Folks, if you have an idea for a podcast, you can uh, reach out to us at 702 podcast. That's 702 P O D C A S P. As you know, we tried to get 702 podcast, but it was taken. So that's what we're working with instead. <clears throat> uh, let's uh, let's hear uh, what we got today. Hi, my idea for a podcast is to try many different types of vitamin D gummies and see which one makes you the most strong and tastes the best. Uh, well, this this uh. First of all, I think that might have been strong bad. <laughs> there was like a weird accent there at the end. <laughs> this is very similar to the dip idea this week. We got to try different vitamin gummies. Well, it might be uh, good to pair vitamin gummies with your dip because dip's not the healthiest and vitamins are. And specifically, uh, they wanted vitamin D gummies. Uh, I just want to make sure too much vitamin D. Side effects of too much vitamin D. Oh, it says that you can have elevated blood levels. <clears throat> so I just well, too I, much I, blood. I can let a little blood. It's no biggie. <laughs> what would you do if you went to the doctor and the doctor was like, oh, the problem is you got too much blood? I'd, I'd say, juice me, doc. <laughs> I would be terrified. Like That's <laughs> what a medieval barber says. <laughs> it's what I got Sluggo here for. Well, it, or it I seems... Leechy or whatever. Slug Sluggo. <laughs> they look like, like slugs. Sluggo from Nancy. (laughs) He's got to stick you with a switchblade. Yeah. Looks like you can also have uh, nausea, vomiting, and poor appetite. So, already got those. So that's gonna that's gonna interfere with the uh, the dip. Well, I mean, stomach pain. If you're gonna be throwing something up. Uh, on a regular basis, might as well be dip. Not a yeah. whole lot of chunks, sir. The next one says stomach pain, 
constipation and diarrhea. Wow. Which Both? Is, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know I don't know if I'm coming or going. <laughs> it's like a like bubble tea. Where you get the little uh tapioca stuck in the straw and then you're like and then it pops and then you just get too much tea. Mm-hmm. Like uh <clears throat> When the mustard dries out and you have to, you're like squeezing the bottle really hard. Ooh. That's what your butt does. Okay, uh, I, I don't want to do this one anymore. <laughs> I started out <laughs> getting excited because uh you know I was always uh always a fan of, of the gummy vitamins and also the Flintstones vitamins and always wanted to eat way more than I was supposed to. And the uh, final one here is bone loss. Like you just can't find them anymore. <laughs> you just roll out of bed and they fall out. <laughs> it's in with the diarrhea. You just like you hear bones clattering in the toilet. Oh no! Oh. You like look my metatarsals. Fuck, I I now need to know exactly how much vitamin D is the right amount. Mm. Bone loss also a big problem for cartoon dogs. Mm-hmm. They forget where they put it. That's probably what's happening to all these people who are losing their bones. The dog's probably going and burying it in a hole. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what happens. You you wake up, all your bones are gone. There, Snoopy's got them. Remember Snoopy would he'd have a big stack of bones in his bowl and then he'd be like just eating them. Yeah. He just ate bones all day. That's so, that's something from a horror movie. In in my mind I think that I turned them into milk bones so it made sense to my child brain. But yeah, they were they, they were white white femur bones. He was just that's like the if there was a movie called The Bone Eater, it wouldn't be about Snoopy. Wouldn't it be like a Halloween porno, though? I mean, it could be. Maybe we should make a movie called The Bone Eater. And then it's just Snoopy. People are like, <laughs> oh, man, that sounds scary. The Bone Eater. And then you get to the theater and it's just Snoopy doing that <laughs> sound that he makes. <laughs> I think that I don't know if there we're going to be able to afford to get the rights to Snoopy, so it, it might just have to be like an off-brand, off-model Snoopy that we name like Doopy or something. Sloopy. Hang on, Sloopy. I got some <laughs> more bones for you. Sloopy. <laughs> <laughs> Sloopy, the bone eater. It's just an hour and a half of him just just eating bones. Like just doing that little chomping motion. Are they they all going to be that the same model bone or are there going to be like some giant dinosaur bones or that would have made little tiny bird bones. That would have made Snoopy uh, seriously less cute. If there were identifiable bones in his bowl. 
where are all the adults? Snoopy killed them and ate ate their bones. He has like a skull. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie Bat- Brown, about the little red-haired girl. <laughs> I was hungry. People don't realize where those bones came from. It's a Charles Schultz had a very dark sense of humor. All right, let's let's go to the Podtron forty five hundred. Folks, the Podtron forty five hundred is a an artificial intelligence. We feed it the top thousand podcasts according to Apple podcasts and then it uh, takes those ideas and it uh, jumbles them up and then it prints out a list for us yeah first it chews them up like uh snoopy with so many bones yeah and then it it does the diarrhea and constipation (laughs) yeah do you see any you like i got this one here it's a It's a simple one. It's called Man. That's it. Man? M-A-N? M-A-N. All right. So do you think that this is going to be a podcast about like one singular man each week? I mean... It's more of an exclamation like, uh, have you seen this? You know, like, man. Like, come on, man. That the phrase "come on, man" is com- is completely part of my my life now because of Joe Biden. Yeah. Anytime anything like you've been in my basement, it's a very low ceiling, and every time I come down here, I wallop my head <laughs> on a on a duct, and it hurts so bad. A couple of weeks ago, I had like a like a big bruise right in the middle of my forehead that everyone kept asking me what was going on. But when I hit my head that hard, instead of shouting curse words, yeah, I shouted, come on, man. Yeah. You, you pull yourself back from, from being like fucker, jackass. It, <laughs> it wasn't even like that. It wasn't like when you're in front of a child and you stub your toe and you're like sugar. Come on, man, was the first thing that popped into my head when I <laughs> hit my head that hard. But I think, uh, man, it could be it could be a podcast uh, about a single man. It could also maybe be the answer to a question. Are there any questions? It that... is the answer to the Sphinx's riddle. Yeah, so we could talk about the Sphinx. We could. You remember that band, Man or Astro Man? Yeah. Maybe it's just us explaining how it was Man. Yeah. And not Astro Man. I don't think that we've evolved yet. I think it's going to take time. We have not evolved past Man or Astro Man. Except they did, right? Because uh, they got Harmar Superstar to do the theme song for mystery science theater they evolve past man or astro man <laughs> what what is harmar what is harmar other you than know, a superstar 
I've seen a truck that said Harmar on it, and I wonder if it's the same. You think he's got a trucking company he's got to a boot? Trucking company. <laughs> he's not. Not only is he like a little guy who looks like the critic. Mm-hmm. Sings. Uh, he like... wears a lot of hats, and and some of them uh, have netting in the back of them. Yeah, he's got. He's hauling ass. All the way to Texas. He's got to bring back that beer to those thirsty boys in Atlanta. <laughs> Man. We could talk about uh, the Isle of Man. You know that island? Yeah, which it's, uh, is it a British island? I think it's a British island. I know they have like a motorcycle race. Okay. I I've heard of it. I, I'm vaguely aware of it, but it's one of those things like if, if if you gave me a blank map and asked me to point it out, I, I would be I would shrug my shoulders. Not, I don't know. The yeah. Isle of Man. Is it it's probably close to the Isle of Wight, right? No girls allowed. This one's <laughs> just for the fellas. <laughs> We already have Fire Island, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got Fire Island. But that came later, I think. Okay. It's They're just copying the lesbian island. That you know about. Lesbos. Yeah, Lesbos. <laughs> Boy, when you discover that one on a map in middle school, mm-hmm. whew, there's no coming back. Yeah, I, I I like that the famous Greek poet uh, Sappho is from Lesbos. Sappho sounds like a character from the Nancy cartoon. Uh, she could be uh, Sluggo's big sister. <laughs> Sappho. <clears throat> Man. Um, yeah, you got one? Yeah. Um, this one is Odd Batch. Odd Batch. Yeah. And this would be, uh, I don't know. We would be looking for anything, uh, off recipe, off model. Uh, you know, it reminded me of, uh, growing up, my dad always bought V8 and, He'd drink V8 every single day, and he would comment on whether it was a good batch or not all of the time. And I was like, you can't fucking tell. It's a great like batch like of Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess they have better vegetables this mm. month than last. Or... Got a bad batch of V8. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He was usually pretty positive about it. He usually would not comment that it was a bad batch, just only that it was an especially good vintage of V8. I uh this this reminds me of uh my mom was like one of those really thrifty moms. And sometimes she would buy grocery items from Big Lots. And it was usually at Big Lots because there was something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Like they, yeah, you're, they used to call it Big Lots Odd Lots, 
Yeah, it's it's a different store now than it used to be. It used to be uh a, like a salvage store. Like dented cans everywhere, things with the labels torn off and yeah, or printed wrong. I remember one time she got a Pillsbury chocolate cake mix and the instructions were all in in Russian. Mhm. Like it was like Plovik Vimde <laughs> instead of Pillsbury Doughboy. The Pillsbury Doughboy is very gaunt. <laughs> People are waiting in a long line to poke his tummy. <laughs> I would have thought that the Doughboy would be like an oligarch over there. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's. He's got on a, a track suit and a gold chain. Uh, so, yeah, we could. I don't know even where you would get fucked up groceries anymore. Uh, well, there was a salvage store in Louisville, but it is closed. Thank you, pandemic. Uh. <laughs> oh, I thought you said pandemic. Thank you, pandemic. Pandemic. A little Irish panda dressed like a leprechaun goes around sure. shutting down businesses. You know, everybody else has uh, failed to get the, the, the pandas to fuck. Maybe uh, a little Irish whiskey would help. <clears throat> panda Mick. Yeah, that, that's Odd Batch. Uh, you got anything else to say about that one? I don't think so. That's yeah. that's the idea on that one. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Here's my my next one. This is called Fantasy Focus Group. Fantasy Focus Group. Ooh. And I was thinking we could either do a focus group that's like uh, Dungeons and Dragons characters, maybe try and get their uh, opinions on things. I don't know how you could play it like an actual role-playing game with a focus group. Or we do it like fantasy football and we get a bunch of like dumb people in a room together and then we secretly pick teams. Like we, we go back and forth and draft everybody in the focus group. Ooh, yeah, it could be kind of like travel bingo where we set up beforehand. If you have somebody on your team who does this, you yeah. get so many points and we then just them, annoy the hell out of them and try to push them to behave in these ways. We 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 uh we give them different stimulus, you know, like uh maybe we say, How do you feel about the phrase bone loss? And then uh <clears throat> we we've uh we're we're trying to get our, our team to like the things. So we We'd uh, come up with these prompts ahead of time that are tr- that we we think are appealing, and then we show these to the focus group, and then whichever one of us gets the most uh, positive responses from our little lab rats. Okay, we could maybe do this with the uh, with the prank calls thing too. We could just uh, cold call people up and be like, "Hi, uh, would you mind?" Uh, taking a quick survey and then if they say yes then we've got we oh oh by the way this is being recorded 
Yes, we are. We we are surveying you as a, a prank, but we're letting you know that up front. Yeah, this is. We're doing this to make fun of you. We're you're a pawn in our stupid idea. Are you cool with that? Are you all right with being recorded so that a couple of assholes on the internet can have a chuckle about it? Or ironically not chuckle at their own bad idea about it? Would that be cool with you? That's fantasy focus. Group. Yeah. I, I think that it, they would probably say yes. All right. Hear me. Okay. Oh, no, go ahead. You want another one? Another oh, you one? got something else to say? Go, no. By all means. I've got another uh, Podtron idea. Right. This is anything in Alaska. <laughs> and it is kind of just what it says it is. Uh, we're going to find out what Alaska's, Alaska's got. It's the biggest state, but not very many people there and cold. I mean, honestly, if you're in Alaska... You know, beggars can't be choosers. You just kind of have to take anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm kind of interested to is there is there like a gradient between American and Canadian culture in Alaska? Like, do you get more more Canadian stuff since you're actually closer to Canada than you are to the United States? Yeah. Are there more Tim Hortons than McDonald's? Mooses, uh, mm-hmm. they got that. Um, it kind of seems like it's just cold Texas to me. Yeah, and I think I did hear at some like that there are more serial killers per capita in Alaska than anywhere else in the world. Like it's just a destination spot for those who'd like not to be bothered for reasons. It feels like that'd be a rough. A rough place to be a serial killer, you know? Hard to get rid of. Uh, <laughs> there's no natural decomposition happening. Yeah, it's. It, <clears throat> it feels like the chain would be easily broken. Like you're trying to, you know, when you play skee-ball and the balls get stuck and then you're just like, oh, I guess that's my score. I feel mm-hmm. like that could happen pretty easily in Alaska. You're trying to kill as many people in series to be a serial killer. And you're like, shit, there's only three people that live in my town and I killed them all. I guess that's it. My record is three. I, I think that well, there's probably a lot of driving. I think it's just that you got a large compound that nobody's going to be sniffing around. You're all, Yeah, you just got a big rig truck. You're going from town to town killing people. In that in that truck from the earlier joke, hmm. yeah, that that Harmar superstar that is Har- driving Harmar superstar in his big rig truck, or maybe maybe he just employs the serial killer, He's murdering his way across Alaska. He just has it's a <laughs> truck full of serial killers. It's the sequel to Con Air. <laughs> Harmar Superstar has to haul these 18-wheeler <laughs> full of serial killers across Alaska and the, the the truck hits some ice and it tips over and all the serial killers spill out. <laughs> and then it's essentially Super Mario 2 where you have to run around picking them all up and getting them back into the truck. 
It could be a pretty good video game. I I think that Harmar Superstar would uh, make for some pretty good two uh, D pixel art. L- lending his uh, his likeness to our video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that could be good. A good video game, not a video game, not so yeah. much a good podcast. No, certainly not a podcast. Maybe maybe we could uh, just do the uh, CB radio uh, calls that are happening within the truck in that movie. So it's like a CB radio drama. Yeah, but uh, instead of just uh, some good old boys, uh, some serial killers. Yeah. I used to have a book that was a dictionary of CB radio slang when I was a kid. I've never gotten to use one. I've always wanted to. I know that it did. Uh, they call it a, a, a policeman, a smoky bear. And uh, is it because they wear those stupid hats and never a shirt? <laughs> yeah, they're always shirtless. When you're above the law, you don't got to wear a shirt. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an example of a shirtless uh, police figure. I guess just the one from the village people. That's it. (laughs) Oh, Sam Elliott in that one scene in Tombstone. All right, here's here's what we got this week. We got the dip slip. We got Hello Governor. Your dinner with Andrew. Real prank calls. The vitamin D gummy show. Man, odd batch, fantasy focus group, or anything in Alaska. Are you leaning strongly in any direction? Uh, I I, kind of like the idea of doing the dip and the dinner with Andrew as one thing. Okay. Your dip with Andrew. But I'm I'm open to suggestions. I'm, I'm cool with that. Your dip with Andrew. Folks, I can I can make a dinner of dips. Folks, if you want to hear your dip with Andrew, uh, go over to our Patreon and uh, sign up to become a supporter. I think right now we have a, a holiday sale going. You can sign up at the th- it's for three dollars and get the access to the whole archive. Every uh, attempted podcast we've done, there's a. Uh, there's over a year's worth of binge listening there for you. Um, uh, other than that, I'd like to thank you for uh, tuning in, listening to our free episodes, like a like some sort of couch surfing freeloader, just taking uh, just rummaging around in our refrigerator of ideas and uh, mm-hmm. not contributing anything. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> just 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 watching the previews, not not buying a ticket to the feature film version anyway uh <laughs> go on uh, itunes and give us a, a review 
Tell your friends about our show. Uh, and of course, call into the podcast hotline, 702-PODCAST, or drop us an email at we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Nathan P. Woodard. I'm Andrew James Estes. Good night. Bye. Bye.